0: Welcome to the Chrisman Commentary Daily Mortgage News Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Chrisman. Topics on today's episode include crypto mortgage, FHFA's latest announcement, and what the bond market is keeping its eye on this week. Today's podcast is presented by Sagent, powering banks and lenders to make loans and home ownership simpler and safer for millions of consumers. Sagent brings the modern experience consumers now expect from loan originations to loan servicing, where lifetime customer relationships are managed and grown by enabling consumers to manage their homeowning lives from anywhere, while giving servicers lower costs, scale compliance, and higher servicing values through full market cycles. The endgame is a continuous loop where tech-powered customer attention, retention, and engagement in servicing lead to new originations, which then lead to and preserve lifetime servicing. Will rates continue higher, from South Carolina comes, I just got 30 minutes of cardio trying to pick up an ice cube off the kitchen floor. (laughs) Plenty of folks on the East Coast are dealing with other kinds of ice. We all know how two inches of snow grinds Atlanta to a halt. Or maybe hunker down watching Kevin Costner in Yellowstone growl his way through the script like he has marbles in his mouth. Meanwhile, digital banker Milo will launch the first-ever crypto mortgage, making it easier for crypto investors to utilize their digital assets to obtain U.S. real estate. Quote, Consumers will now be able to pledge their Bitcoin to purchase property and qualify for a low-interest rate 30-year crypto mortgage. End quote. In other money news, broker comp is shifting. Loan Depot sent a note out to its brokers, increasing LD's maximum broker compensation threshold from 25000 to 50000 now available and will apply to all branch locations tied to the main broker location. LD's announcement has all the details. And PCF Wholesale increased its maximum compensation from $20,000 to $35,000. What has grabbed the industry's attention and caused most investors and lenders to shift pricing in recent weeks is the Federal Housing Finance Agency, or FHFA's, Implementing changes that target Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, the enterprises, upfront fees for certain loans. Recall that similar loan level pricing adjustment or LLPA changes were made a year ago, but then suspended in September 2021. This time around, there is no seller specific delivery concentration limits and no stated deadline, and these changes are transparent with a longer lead time for implementation. These targeted pricing changes are intended to strengthen the enterprise's safety and soundness and to ensure access to credit for first-time homebuyers and and lower-and-moderate income borrowers. It is hoped that agency capital ratios will improve while allowing the enterprises to adhere to their mission to facilitate equitable and sustainable access to homeownership and quality affordable rental housing across America. The FHFA announcement earlier this month outlined substantial upfront fee loan-level price adjustment changes for two specific loan scenarios, high-balance loans and second homes. Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac have each announced specifics of these changes, and aggregators have already started to implement the new LLPAs for loans locked via best efforts. But mandatory pricing may not be affected until much later, as the agencies will be charging these new LLPAs on loans purchased on or after April 1st. With the exception of first-time home buyers with income below the median in their census tracts, loan rates on second homes and loans that exceed base-conforming loan limits will go up in the short term, regardless of bond market movement. Lenders and investors quickly change pricing and loan delivery strategies to protect them from margin deterioration and adverse selection. Lenders who can are already creating private-label securities to capture investment property loans, the same way private-label securities had been capturing high-balance loans for years and at higher prices than the GSEs. Volatility was the name of the game for financial markets last week, with investors recalibrating their strategies as more notable voices called for higher interest rates to fight inflation. Fed President Harker suggested four or five rate hikes this year, while JPMorgan Chase CEO Jamie Dimon told analysts the Fed could hike rates as many as seven times to fight rising inflation, though he didn't specify a timeline. Fed officials have signaled they will combat inflation aggressively. It's hurting consumer sentiment, and shopping is dropping as a result, with retail sales slumping by the most in 10 months in December. Couple that with material and labor shortages, and it makes sense that wallets are hurting and the American consumer is worried. Potential borrowers are worried that inflation will erode living standards. Future inflation adjusted incomes are important in determining future financial prospects. The most recent, Index of consumer sentiment showed nearly half of all consumers anticipated that the inflation rate would outdistance income increases to produce real income declines. Just 17% anticipated real income gains in 2022. When asked to assess their finances, one in three people reported being worse off financially than a year earlier, just above the April 2020 shutdown low of 32%, the worst reading since 2014. A decline of government bond prices has reached the point at which some negative yield debt has returned to positive yields. For the first time since April 2020, negative yield debt totals less than $10 trillion worldwide. Major banks are expected to hit the bond market with a huge number of offerings after announcing their quarterly results. And remember, in a free market system, rates are set by supply and demand. The banks want to lock in borrowing costs before the Federal Reserve increases interest rates. This week's economic calendar includes updates on regional Fed surveys, the housing market, and leading indicators, with the Fed heading into blackout ahead of next week's meeting. Today's calendar is already underway with Empire Manufacturing for January. Later this morning brings the NAHB Housing Market Index for January, expected to decline as low supply is hurting home sales. The desk will purchase up to $3.4 billion of conventional MBS and buy back $6 billion of four-and-a-half to seven-year coupons. Last week, the desk purchased $4.2 billion per day on average compared with originator supply of $4.6 billion, with a 43% hit rate as $47.9 billion was submitted. 64% was in UMBS 30s, 5% in UMBS 15s, and 31% in Ginny 2s. Bonds are trading again and we begin Tuesday with agency MBS prices worse a solid 8th and the 10-year yielding 1.81 after closing last week at 1.77%. Let's wrap up with a joke and some housekeeping. A young man asked an old rich man how he made his money. The old guy replied, Well, son, it was 1932, the depth of the Great Depression. I was down to my last nickel. I invested that nickel in an apple. I spent the entire day polishing the apple, and at the end of the day, I sold the apple for 10 cents. The next morning, I invested those 10 cents in two apples. I spent the entire day polishing them and sold them at 5 p.m. for 20 cents. I continued the system for a month, by the end of which I had accumulated a fortune of $1.37. Then my wife's father died and left us $2 million. <laughs> Thanks again to Sagent, bringing the modern experience customers expect from loan originations to servicing with platforms that let customers manage their homeowning lives from anywhere. The end game is a continuous loop where tech powered customer attention, retention, and engagement and servicing lead to new originations, which lead to and preserve lifetime servicing. If you have any questions about the podcast or sponsoring opportunities, send me an email at Robbie at robchrisman.com. Visit RobCrisman.com for more information on our industry partners, access to archived commentaries, and how to subscribe to the daily mortgage news and commentary. To listen to or download past episodes of this podcast, Search Mortgage News on any platform you get your podcast from.